Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Israel, Gaza, and oil. Now, you may be thinking, I didn't know Gaza had anything to do with oil. Well, actually, yes, it does. Now, I'm asking everybody to help me get this word out. And the way you can do that, it doesn't cost you a penny, is to click like, share, and subscribe. Because when the algorithm sees a lot of like clicks, they say, oh, we'll send this out to more people. At least that's the way it's supposed to work. So I'm trying an experiment. I'm asking for at least 10,000 people to click like. We have easily that every day. And we're going to see if that will help us to reach more people. Also, if you'll click like on the bell, it will help notify you. Now, before I get started, I need to explain that I'm about to say some things that can offend some people. So I'm going to start with an apology. I'm sorry about that. My heart, my purpose is not to offend. But a long time ago, I decided that there was one book on the face of the earth that has truth in it, and that's the King James Bible. And I decided that I was going to do my best to try to live my life according to the things written in that book. So if you want to know what Stan believes, just read your King James Bible And the things that Jesus teaches, I do my best to try to follow them, which, by the way, we are going to have a Bible study this Friday night at 6.30. And a lot of times I come on 30 to 45 minutes before then to just kind of chit-chat, to take your questions and things like that. But the Bible study officially started at 6.30 Central Time, 6.30 p.m. Friday evening Central Time. Now, I say all that to say this. Genesis 12.3 says, so if you want to know what I believe, King James the Bible, that's what I believe. It says, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. He's talking to Abraham. Now, it does not say, I will bless them that bless you when you're correct. So even if Israel is wrong, and sometimes they're wrong, as sometimes America and sometimes you and I are wrong, but God simply says, I'm going to bless them that bless you, and curse them that curse you. So I want to be on the blessing side, so I will always stand behind Israel, yes, even with their wrong. Now, are they wrong in Gaza? I don't think so. And here's the next verse. Genesis 15, 18 says, In the same day that the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying to thy seed that I have given this land. Now, all the descendants of Abraham became what is today Israel. Unto thy seed I have given this land from the river of Egypt, that would be the Nile, and to the great river, the river of Euphrates. Now, what does that look like on the map? Well, this is Israel today. This is Israel after they get back all of their land. Now, let me point out a couple of things. It says, from the river of Egypt, that's the Nile River right here, all the way over to the Euphrates, that's here, and going north all the way up to the landmass, that it means that means that all of Syria, Damascus, Golan Heights, Lebanon, also another scripture, De- De- Deuteronomy eleven twenty four. This is God speaking to Moses. Every place wherein the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours, from the wilderness. Now that's what we call the desert. And Lebanon, that's way up here, all the way from the river, the river Euphrates, so that's over here, all the way even into the outermost sea shall be your coast. Okay, so it's saying from here to here to here. 
Yeah. See, because when Moses and the children of Israel walked around, they walked around for 40 years in what is today Saudi Arabia. How do you know, Stan? Because I climbed Mount Sinai. I've been up inside the rock that Moses struck and water came out. I've checked it out. I have seen where they put their foot down on a rock and they scraped around their sandal and then they put three little marks. Ron Wyatt found that those marks is ancient Hebrew for soul. So they were marking their territory. So that means in God's eyes, now this is very important, if you want to understand what's going on, if you want to understand my opinion, not that my opinion mounts to hill of beans, as my mom would say, <laughs> but the Bible says from Euphrates River all the way over to the Nile, from here all the way down to the MOC, that's all Israel's land. Now, let's talk about Gaza. So is Israel right in killing all of those people? I think what Israel should do is say, yeah, I got 30 days to get out. It's our land. But here's the problem. They know that if they say that, that all of Islam is going to attack. Israel also knows that this little piece of land right here is not big enough to, to defeat all of these nations around it. Not going to happen. Unless God is with them. So God's got a plan. And I'm going to be talking about that plan today. And this is a picture of me and my wife. And I don't know. I think this is back in uh, late 90s, mid 90s. I, I don't know. Back before I had a belly. When I still had uh, dark hair. Anyway. This is the point that we got to get to today. And by the way, a lot of people have asked me, what is actually the order that here? Let, let, let me skip that. Let's, let's cover that another day. Okay. So. In 2002, she was told, audible voice, Arafat would go into the hospital, die there. That happened two years later. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Now, that's what's about to happen. You're about to see Israel, what the Lord spoke to me in the night. He says, this is not the end of the world, unquote. This is not the end of Israel. This will calm down, and the prophecies given to your wife will stand. In other words, you can count on this. So Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Why? Because I think Israel's going to see they can't defeat all of these nations here. Now, the next thing is the Palestinian state will be given because it's a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. It takes two things to strengthen your military. One, it takes time, of course, technology and inventions and things like that but also takes money. And that's where the oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land. And that's the point that I want to make today. Oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land. Now, this article here says massive amounts of oil and gas reserves were discovered here a year or so back under Gaza. Now, Stan, do you think that that's the big mega oil that God has promised you? No. Do you think that the big mega oil is underneath Gaza? No. Do you think it's out in the Mediterranean? No. I can show you scriptures that, yes, he will turn the abundance of the seas to Israel. That's what's happening with the natural gas out in the Mediterranean. But this is not the mega oil. Now, there are oil, maybe pockets here and there, but that's not the massive amounts of oil. And I can prove that, but, um, I mean, scripturally, but I'm not going to do that yet. I'm not talking about that yet. There will be a day when I come on here, when I'm going to be able to tell you I'm going to Israel, 
I'm getting rigs. We're moving in place, and hopefully I'll be bringing you daily updates. But we will see. But the article says, since the war started, Israel has already awarded a dozen oil and gas exploration licenses in Palestine to six different big oil companies, including BP, or British Petroleum. Now, that throws another light on this. You have to understand that Israel is not in control of Israel any more than America is in control of America uh, because it's the Molochs. Those, those are the guys that really control behind the scenes. And my guess is they are thinking that there's oil there, and there may be oil. It's not the massive amounts of oil, and this is, would not be the first time I've seen people declare, oh, massive amounts of oil have been found in Israel, and then they sell a whole bunch of stock, and then a year or so later everything goes quiet because they really didn't find it. And this is probably another one of those. They may have found oil. I'm not saying they didn't find oil. I haven't been there. I can just tell you scripturally, 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 taint there. Wrong place. They are drilling and looking in the wrong place. It's not time for oil to be found in Israel yet. It's getting close. Squander the article. We should know by now that when both political parties in the U.S., show bipartisan support something deeply sinister is happening behind the scenes. Kind of like they burned a bunch of places in California because they wanted to take them over. They burned a bunch of places. Let's see, where else was it? Uh, oh, Acapulco re- recently. That wasn't on your news either, was it? And because they wanted to take that. And then, of course, Maui. They burned some of the choicest property in the world in Maui, Hawaii. And it's because they want to take the property. And so that's probably what they're doing here. Uh, You may be saying, well, Stan, they're doing wrong. They're doing wrong by going and killing those innocent Palestinians. Well, first of all, um, (laughs) if I tell you my opinion on that, (laughs) it it could get me in trouble. So I'm going to to say all of that land, according to the scripture, belongs to Israel. And I think if they don't want to be Israelis, if that's not in their blood, or if they don't want to choose Jesus as their Lord, I would point them to broaden the horizons and find another place to live. And uh, I would be a lot more harsh saying it than what I just said there. So I'm choosing and picking my words very carefully, very kindly, but I'm 100% behind Israel, and I think every one of the people in Gaza need to hit the road, Jack. That's the way we say it in Texas. Hit the road, Jack. Shouldn't have been living there in the first place. And that's my opinion of all of the people. Remember the Bible says that Israel will be trodden down of the Gentiles till the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So there's a time when Israel is going to kick them all out according to the scriptures. Now, let's go on. There's more. Massive oil and gas reserves discovered under Gaza. This is another article, but it has additional information. Four years ago, the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development published a report that the unrealized potential of Palestinian oil and gas reserves, and this report estimates that these reserves could generate billions of dollars. That's what they say. Every time Israel finds oil, it's billions of dollars, it's billions of barrels. And then a couple of years later, nothing. (laughs) For whoever develops them. It also criticizes Israel for preventing Palestinians from developing those resources as a way to alleviate their mass poverty. Now, wait a minute. What was Leslie told? 
The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. That must be telling us that oil is going to be discovered on land that is biblically theirs, but they're not in charge of it, so that makes them want to go and fight. So that is perfectly fulfilling. Then he goes on to say, the U.S. is now proposing an international coalition of Western governments to preside over Gaza once Israel pushes its two million inhabitants into Egypt. (laughs) Well, that kind of explains what's really going on there. Really, they're after the oil, which is what Leslie was told, right? Okay. So he goes on to say, there's a wide range of economic and logistical incentives for the U.S. and Israel to depopulate Gaza. Well, those are some financial incentives, but as a guy that believes in the King James Bible, and I believe that the Bible clearly says that land is all to Israel, I think Israel has every right to say, get up, pack your bags, and get out. And, you know, whatever it takes. And the, the Bible says they're going to get back all of their land. So there's a big war coming. And Israel is going to emerge, the great victor, get back all of their land. Let's go on, though. Allowing them to dominate maritime trade and give them key military advantages. Now, let me back up and show you something. So there's a wide range of economic logistical incentives for the U.S. and Israel to depopulate Gaza. What are they talking about? Because they want to construct a canal alternative to the Suez Canal. That's what they're saying. I'm going to show you. Now, the preferred, the preferred canal route runs right through the middle of Gaza, and they've been planning this project for decades, and now they have a great moral cover story. In other words, Israel got attacked by these terrorists. Israel did get attacked by the terrorists. But the problem is the Moloch control Israel and Gaza and most of the oil, most of everything else. Okay, now here's what we're talking about. So I did a little research. I looked this up. It's called the Ben-Gurion Canal Project. It's a proposed canal project through the state of Israel. It would connect the Gulf of Aqaba, that's down here, the Gulf of Aqaba, all the way up over to the Mediterranean Sea. The canal would be about a third longer than the rival Suez Canal that runs through Egypt, which has many, many disruptions, including sometimes they don't want to let the Jews even pass through there. The estimated cost to do this is from 16 to 55 billion USD, and they say that's nothing. That is a drop in the bucket. We've sent many, many times more of that amount of money over to Ukraine, even this year. And they say it should pay for itself in three to five years. In addition, the Suez Canal is a one-way travel. In other words, they close it down. Everybody, all the ships go this way. The last ship gets through. Then they close it down that way. All the ships go this way. Very slow. Not all of that, but it's not very wide. It's not very deep compared to what they want to do. They want to make this one 10 meters deeper and much wider, allowing much larger ships like aircraft carriers to transit. In July 1963, the United States outlined a plan to use 520 buried nuclear explosions in the evacuation process through the hills in the Negev Desert. But another group did another study And they said, yeah, we propose a straighter line. So one group says, let's do this. Let's come in up here at the Gaza Strip. Okay, this is the Gaza Strip. Let's come up here, swerve down through here, and they pick the best route down through the mountains and then out to the sea. They say, well, there's another better way to do it from here straight down 
I don't know which way is the best way to do it. But my interest is down here at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. So this is a map that I pulled from uh, Oil the Whole Story PowerPoint, which I have never released and won't release until I've found oil. But nevertheless, this is a very, very good map to show you what's going on. So Gaza is over here. Where they want to do this is something like that. So they're believing that what they're really doing in Gaza is has more to do with oil and gas than has to do with a bunch of Palestinians killing and kidnapping, raping and plundering the Israelis. Now, I still think the Israelis need to take back all of their land. I have thought that from the very beginning, long before there was any Gaza Strip or anything like that. It's Israel's land. And God is going to arrange to get them back their land one of these days. Is this part of it? Possibly, especially if they can get more oil. I'm all for blessing Israel any way that they possibly can. Okay, and there's another article. This one says, Massive oil and gas reserve discovered under Gaza. Israel grants development licenses. And all of this has just happened since the war. So at that point, it's pretty easy to say, yeah, somehow or another, Israel has orchestrated this. And I have absolutely no sympathy to Hamas or to the other Palestinians that are squatting on Israeli territory. I think Israel's been extremely nice to them. If I was in charge, they've been a whole lot more nicer than I would be. I would simply not let them move there. I would say hit the road. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road. Don't let the door hit you in the rear end as you leave. Next article. Gaza conflict and the shadow of the Ben-Gurion Canal project. Now, here's another article. Had some good points in it, but it also led me to this article. So not only are they planning a, another canal like this, we're talking about here, this is the Suez Canal that's there now. They're planning another Ben-Gurion Canal that would be wider and deeper, and it would be both directions, and it would probably go a long way to just put the Suez Canal out of, of, of a business, and it would make Israel in control of the trade, and I like that idea and think it would bless Israel. I like. All right, now, the next problem is this article. Rail transport in Israel. So the Chinese are offering to build in Israel a massive rail transport in Israel. Includes heavy rail, commuter and freight rail, as well as light rail. Excluding light rail, the network consists of 860 miles of track and is undergoing constant expansion. All of the lines are standard gauge. Israel Railways manages the entire heavy rail network. Most of the network is located on the densely populated coastal plain. So I think that's also interesting because here and here are financial incentives. Now, this one doesn't necessarily have as much financial incentive to get rid of Gaza, but this guy here, right there, yep, that's point to Gaza. But again, I'm for Israel. Now let's jump to something else. The land of unwalled villages. In Ezekiel 38, these are some of the most famous verses in all of Bible prophecy. Ezekiel 38 and 39 are talking about Armageddon. This is the great battle of God Almighty. The battle lasts less than 24 hours. Isaiah 17, 14, I believe it is, says, In the evening they are, in the morning they are not. 
This is the day Jesus returns as King of kings and Lord of lords, not to gather up his people to take him to the marriage supper of the Lamb, which happens about four months earlier. This is the day when his morning star cleanses the earth of all sin. Now, with that in mind, let me jump to some scriptures and explain. I'm going to do a little Bible teaching, so if you don't like to hear about the Bible, now's a good time to go ahead and click it off. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against against Gog, that's Russia. I'm going to keep this simple, not going into a lot of details. Russia, the land of Magog, the chief, chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Meshach is two word changes from the word Moscow. Tubal is one word change from the old ancient word, or the, the modern word of Tobolsk, which is the most populated city in Russia. There is no question this is talking about Russia. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back, and I will put hooks into thy jaws. Where Leslie was shown the oil is located in Israel is in the shape of a hook, like a fish hook. We believe it's oil. When massive amounts of oil is discovered in Israel, and it's not over under Gaza, sorry to say, I know pretty much where it is, but I'm not speaking of it. When they find massive amounts of oil in Israel, we believe that it's going to start drying the wells of all the surrounding nations. Russia, Syria, Iraq, Iran, Kuwait, Oman, Saudi Arabia, all of those nations. And that's the hook in the jaw that God has set to bring them down so that he can kill all of them because they're all sinners. It's his plan. It's his great plan. I'll turn thee back and I'll put hooks in thy jaws and I will bring thee forth. All thine army, horses, horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, that would be Iran, Ethiopia, Libya with them, all of them shield and helmet, Gomer, that's Turkey today, and all his bands in the house of Tagarma, of the north quarters, and all his bands, and many people with thee. Be thou prepared, and prepare for thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled with thee. Be thou a guard unto them, and after many days shalt thou be visited in the latter years. There is no question. This is future unfulfilled Bible prophecy. In the latter years thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword, that is gathered out of many people. In other words, God, as Ezekiel 39, the last verse in Ezekiel 39, says, I will gather all of them. I will leave none of them there is gathered out of the many people against the mountains of Israel, which have been always waste, but is brought forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Now look at that. That's really, really big. Okay, this is saying that Israel is going to be dwelling safely in their land when Armageddon takes place. So that tells us Armageddon's not yet. It tells us that Israel is going to get back all of their land, that there's going to be another war, that Israel is going to be emerging from that war. The great victory gets back all of her land. Let me show you where that is. Uh, Okay, here it is. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. Now, the rest of the prophecy is written in the scriptures, and that is that Israel emerges the victory, victor, and she gets back all of her land from the Euphrates to the Nile, uh, and there's many other scriptures, which I'm not covering today, having to do with oil. And it says she's going to get back all of her land. She's going to be 
rich and wealthy and strong. Anyway, let's, let's go back to what I was saying here. All right, so, shall dwell safely all of them. Thou shalt send, this is the Russians, Russians and all of her buddies. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm, Vladimir Putin. Thou shalt be like a, by the way, it's probably not Vladimir Putin, because based upon one of the other dreams that Dmitri was shown, it was a short, fat man. And that wouldn't fit Putin. That is if we understand the prophecy right. Anyway, let's go on. Thou shalt ascend and come like a storm. Thou shalt be like a cloud to cover the land, thou and all thy bands and all thy buddies, many people with thee. So they come down, they attack Israel. Thus saith the Lord God, It shall come to pass that at the same time shalt thou come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. In other words, as they go down to attack Israel, they also go over and attack the land of unwalled villages. What's that? Well, that's a big mystery. That's a mystery I'm about to tell you. That's a mystery that prophecy teachers through the ages have been trying to figure out, I'm about to tell you. Thou shalt think an evil thought, and thou shalt say, I will go up the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely. All of them dwelling without walls, having either bars or gates, to take a spoil, to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places now inhabited, and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations which have gotten cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land. Who is this people? I'm going to tell you that I think what, what's about to happen, I'm going to tell you. Okay, So some of this I, I haven't said before. I think what's about to happen, as God told me, audible voice said, quote, Stan, I will give, we'll give you the money to drill the well in Israel, unquote. Now, every time I say that, I have to give a disclaimer, and that is we cannot guarantee that we're ever going to get the money drilled for or hit oil in Israel. Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. When I get the money, we're going to go over and drill. I don't think it's going to be a low-pressure well. I think it's going to be high-pressure, like the Deepwater Horizon, like 20,000 PSI. And I believe it's going to start drying the wells. That's the hook in the jaw, and they're going to come down, and they're going to attack. Someplace in there, God has put on my heart to buy an airline. I didn't say an airplane, an airline. And to fly people from around the globe, Christians and Jews, back to Israel. Now, you may be saying, well, <laughs> who wants to live in Israel? The Antichrist is there. Well, you know, you let a few suitcase nukes go off in America and a big earthquake that opens up the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. You let some suitcase or some, some Russian bombs go off. And someplace in there, there's going to be a lot of people interested in getting out of America. And in Revelation 18, I heard a great voice out of heaven say, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and you receive not of her plagues. God is going to speak to the hearts of his people, Christians and Jews, to leave where they are and to move to Israel. What he's laid in my heart to do is to fly them with an airline. Fly them and set up a new little America, a nowhere. It's called the land of unwalled villages. Look at it again. I'll go to them that are at rest. That's not any place in Israel today. That dwell safely, that's not Israel today. That's after a great victory, after a great war, when they get back all of their land. All of them dwelling without walls, having neither bars nor gates. Uh, That would be Christians and Jews. And what I'm going to say to Israel is, uh, you vet the Jews, you feed and have the Jews. Uh, I'll vet the Christians and I'll feed and house the Christians. 
to take a spoil, to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited, a place in or on or around near Israel. That's all I'll say. But I know the place. To turn thine hand upon the desolate places now inhabited, upon the people gathered out of the nations, Christians, Christians and Jews, that have decided to move to Israel. And by the way, one of the things I want to say is, okay, we we will fly you there. We'll put you up. We'll get you started, and you get a monthly royalty check. If you're a Christian or you're Jew, you get a monthly royalty check based upon the oil coming in, and we'll have the money to do that. Which we've got cattle and goods. Okay, what nation, the primary thing they eat is cattle? Uh, That would be Americans, okay? And one of the things I want to make an agreement with Israel is say, I want you to let them to bring their shooting horns and their cattle, their animals, and we're going to have a lot of Americans move to Israel. We've gotten cattle and goods that dwell in the midst of the land. Now, let's keep going. Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish, I won't go into all of that, but it, it's, uh, we believe it's to be England and also Saudi Arabia, parts of Saudi Arabia. And all the young lions there shall say to thee, Art thou t- come to take a spoil? Hast thou gathered a company to take a prey, to carry away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, and to take a great spoil from the Christians and Jews that have moved to Israel? Therefore, son of man, prophesy, and say unto God, Thus saith the Lord God, In that day, when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, that's not today, shalt thou not know it? Thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts. If you go up north of Jerusalem, keep going directly north, you run into Moscow. The north parts, thou and many people with thee, all of them riding upon horses. A great company, a mighty army. Now, you may be saying, wait a minute. They're going to be fighting with shields and bucklers and arrows and hand staves riding on horses. Uh, They do if they ran out of oil. Need I say more? And thou shalt come up against thy people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land, it shall be in the latter days. I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me. See, that's, that's Jesus showing them who he is, King of kings, Lord of lords, showing them the morning star, and showing Lucifer and all his buddies, no, he's not the victor. Jesus is the victor. I'll bring thee against my land, the heathen that they may know me, when I shall be sanctified in thee, O Gog, before their eyes. Thus saith the Lord God, Art thou uh, he of whom I have spoken in old time by the servants of the prophets of Israel, which prophesied of those days and many years that I would bring thee against them? And it shall come to pass in that time, when Gog shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, in my fury, that's the morning star. My fury shall come up in my face. That's when he blows with the breath of his nostrils. And that morning star comes down, goes to the center of the earth, sets the foundations on the mount, of the mountains on fire. The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. The channels of the sea are open. Okay, lots of stuff. In my jealousy and the fire of my wrath, that's the morning star, have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel. Why? Because every mountain falls, every valley fills in, the rough places made sm- smooth, the, straight, the crooked places are made straight. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heaven and the beasts of the field and all the creeping things that creep upon the earth and all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. And the mountains shall be thrown down 
and the steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. For I will call for a sword against them throughout all my mountains. That sword, that sword is the morning star. And the remnant were slain by the sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. It's Armageddon. That's what it's talking about. I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood, and a rain upon him and upon his bands, upon many people that are with him, an overflowing rain. That's not water, that's fire. Great hailstones, fire, brimstone. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Now, while you can. I don't want us to be in line begging for food. Instead, I want to be us in line giving out food. And so here's what I suggest you do. Go to Joseph's Kitchen. I, it's bread. I mean, I have bread for my, most all of my breakfast and my lunch is a slice of bread. You want to go to Joseph's Kitchen. What you want to do is get this machine package right here. That's all of the gizmos you need to actually make the bread. Then the supplies are like this. Food for one person one year, two people a year, four people a year, six people a year. They're ready to ship it out right now. They've got all of this stuff. They're not out of anything. They can ship it to you. And there's videos and there's also recipes to show you how to make all kinds of bread recipes. I think I would call bread famine food. In the days of Joseph and the pyramids, seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And what was it that fed the year or the world for seven years? And the answer wheat. Wheat. And that's what Joseph Kitchen sells. Wheat. Wheat is, uh, it, it, there's not a perfect food. In other words, one food where a person could eat nothing but this food their whole life, but probably wheat comes the closest. So recommend you go to Joseph Kitchen, get yourself stocked up. So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there. Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything. And it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red. Black goes to black. Green goes to the car, uh, body of your car. And you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. You've got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com promo code is prophecy.